Welcome to the Wildlife Around You Show, a casual nature podcast with your hosts, Blaine and Lainey, both nature enthusiasts. Hello. Hiya. How have you been? Hot. (laughs) (laughs) True story. So what wildlife have you seen somewhat recently? Well, because it's been really hot, seen quite a few squirrels hanging out on tree limbs, what is it called, splotting, mm-hmm. where they spread their entire body out. Trying to cool off. Mm-hmm. And other birds are, when birds and stuff are flying around them, and they couldn't be bothered. Two that I was watching yesterday afternoon, usually birds will kind of harass them and the squirrels will run away a little bit. They didn't even raise their heads. You could see their eyes moving a little bit, but it's too hot, don't care. What about you? possum in our backyard out trying to keep some of the grass alive around dusk and it's like what's crawling up in our tree (laughs) this possum's looking down at us and slowly moved its way from one tree to the next tree it's fun to watch it move it's been hot so i'm sure it's like it was out much earlier than usual usually they're middle of the night because we have a wildlife or trail cam that goes at night and sometimes we'll get them at like two or three in the morning and this was at like Eight? Eight. So it was much, much earlier. It totally was moving in slow motion, which was kind of fascinating to watch it because the ones that I've seen in the past moved much faster than that. So what are we going to learn about today? The crested caracara. What would you like to tell us about this bird? (laughs) It has eluded Blaine for a long time. It was one of those animals that (laughs) thwarted you. And finally, this spring, you got multiple pictures. Yep. Phil, redeemed. Yeah, because the first time that we saw one was at the, oh, what's the the rehab farm? Crow's Nest. Crow's Nest. Every fall, they do a, where they open it up to the public and do a fundraiser. And they have animals that cannot go back to the wild that they take care of. And that was one of them of, what is that bird? We've never seen one before that, Mm-mm. and then we've come across a few flying. Mm-hmm. We've been out on trails and looked up of like, oh, there's one, but can't ever see it or get a good shot of it. And then we've seen them several times driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there it is. But oh. no place that we could stop to take a picture. This spring, we got some pictures. Yep. yep. And therefore, we can have it on the podcast. <laughs> The crested caracara is a falcon that is about 20 inches tall with long yellow-orange legs and yellow-orange around the beak. It has a large, broad-winged body and a long tail. The adults have a distinct black crest on their head, giving them their name, and they have a white neck, breast, and belly while the back, wings, and tail are dark brown to black, and the bill is strong and hooked. And the bill kind of looks like a light blue color to me even though it's not but that's kind of that's the contrast from the orange yeah i could see that so and the white patches on their wings head and tail help in identifying them while they're flying so if you see them at least in in our neck of the woods you'll see a black bird with those white patches and it's like oh there it is Mm -hmm. and then little shots of orange yeah that are really vibrant 
So they're found in a range of habitats, including open savannas, grasslands, marshes, and scrublands. They tend to avoid areas that have thick ground cover because it can make it harder for them to get a running start to fly, which they need. Um, they're native to the Americas and can be found in parts of the southern United States, Mexico, Central America, and South America. So if you're kind of in north or western U.S., you're probably not going to come across them unless you're traveling. In some areas, they may congregate around slaughterhouses, hen houses, and dumps because of their opportunistic scavenging tendencies. They're like very pretty vultures in some ways. Yeah, and when they're on the ground walking, they have a very distinct walk. And they will... They'll walk a lot more than other birds will. Yeah. They stay on the ground a lot longer. So for their nesting habit habits, the crested caracara is the only falcon that collects material to build a nest. Other falcons typically lay their eggs in cavities or on cliff sides. Their nests usually can be found in the tallest tree, cactus, shrub, or whatever other structure is around. And their nests are around two feet across, but if they are using an old nest, it could be bigger as they keep adding to it. And as we said, these are opportunistic birds, and they're often seen scavenging for food. Unlike most other raptors, which pounce on their prey, caracars generally will fly or run on the ground toward their prey until they overtake it. They're known for their bold and inquisitive behavior, often approaching humans or vehicles in search of food. And if they're if they're in a curious mood, you can get closer to them. Yeah. They'll or they'll get closer to you, I should say. They are diurnal, meaning they are active during the day, and they are excellent flyers and are known for their soaring and gliding abilities. But as we said, they regularly walk or run on the ground, which is how we usually see them. Mm -hmm. It's usually on the on the ground or soaring somewhere. We don't usually see them. I guess that's the two ways you see them anyway. So yeah, well, and like they're gliding and soaring. Like I don't actively see them flapping their wings, which it reminds me more of a vulture that way. To get airborne, they will take a few running steps and then lift into the air, and so that's why they need habitats with low brush. And so a lot of times, if we're driving down an open field or there's like a ranch or something like that that doesn't have a lot of cover if you look out it's like well there's a larger bird that's probably one what can you tell us about their offspring so they stay together as mates for multiple years and breed once a year um their breeding season varies depending on the location but it's generally during the spring and the summer the female typically lays two to three eggs in a nest and both parents take time incubating them the incubation period lasts around a month, and the chicks are born covered in white down feathers and are cared for by both parents. And they, the chicks fledge and leave the nest after about 50 days. So as adults, they don't really have many natural predators. They're higher up on the food chain. They're larger birds. But as eggs and young chicks, they're vulnerable to all of the predation like other birds of larger birds, owls, eagles, and other raptors coming to get them, as well as all the land predators like snakes, raccoons, and mammals that can climb up trees and raid the nests. They do like eating a variety of foods, though. That includes both carrion, which is roadkill, and live prey. They are skilled scavengers and often feed on roadkill, reptiles, small mammals, and insects. 
and are known to hunt small birds, snakes, frogs, crabs, and even young alligators or turtles. They also take advantage of disturbance such as fires or farming operations, and it's been noted that they're around wildfires a lot because that will grab the fleeing animals or pick up those that have burned and died. They are also very smart in that they will watch for vultures and often join them to feed on carrion. Because they cannot open large carcasses on their own, they have to wait for a vulture or a larger animal to actually break the skin and open up the carcass, and then they come in to feed. What are some of the fun facts we found about them? So the golden eagle is the national bird of Mexico, but many think the caracara is the bird in the Aztec pictogram on Mexico's flag. They are often associated with fire, as Blaine said, because of their behavior of catching fleeing prey. They have a really wide range of vocalizations, including high-pitched screams and rattling calls, which we we heard the scream at the um the farm that we went to and it's That's a little <laughs> unsettling because yeah. it's very different than other raptors the yellow orange on their face around the beak changes shades scientists believe it might be related to the bird's mood so sometimes you might see them and they'll be a vibrant orange or maybe a little bit more yellow and we've seen that and just the pictures that we've been able to take like yeah. oh it's a little different shade and sometimes i think that's what relates and makes it look like the tip of their beak is a lighter blue yeah it's depending on what shade that is they live between 18 and 30 years and it will chase black and turkey vultures off of a roadkill to feed they're feisty. So they're feisty and they'll take control if they can but they're fascinating where i still love seeing them whenever we get a chance mm-hmm. are those ones that brightens the day and i like watching them walk because it's different than other birds that walk on the ground like burrowing owls look kind of goofy like they're on stilts but these they walk kind of more like a chicken but a, and a pigeon but they're oh. so much bigger that it yeah. looks different yeah so they're fun keep your eyes open We hope you feel inspired to be someone who is more aware of the nature around you. We also hope that you have enjoyed this episode and learned something new about wildlife that may be around you. For more information about getting outdoors and to see our photos and videos of the wildlife we talk about, follow us on Instagram at a porter explorer and get outside daily. To ensure you don't miss a future episode, be a subscriber to our podcast. A new episode comes out weekly. If you really liked it and are willing, please be one of our favorite people and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to see what you have to say. It helps spread the word so more can enjoy what is around them. And don't forget to tell your friends about what you've learned with us. Everyone wins when we spend more time with nature. You can find show notes for all our episodes at aporterexplorer.com slash podcast. Until next time. We encourage you to get outside daily to see what is around you and to get back to nature. Mm